What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this new episode of Brain vs. the Universe. Of course, um, thank you guys for listening in. Thank you guys for being along with us, going along this journey with us. Um, of course, go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, we're going to have our YouTube channel. It's going to be listed in our details as well. So we do have that for all of our live footage, um, as well as go ahead and Leave some comments down there uh, if you haven't have any thoughts about some of the topics that we went over today, um, as well as um, if you have any um, conversational pieces that you think we should go over, um, as well as um, thank you guys, of course, for always listening in. Um, we're going to drop it to this episode in two seconds. Um, but outside of that, thank you guys for being a part of this. Um, thank you guys for being a part of the community that we're creating. Um, and we'll drop in in one, two, three. Peace. You're going to find some sections in every election where there was some voter fraud going on, right? One person cheating or something like that, or a local school board influencing the vote under their teachers. That happens all the time. So finding evidence of things like that, but proving it's a conspiracy at the higher levels of government, like there's a deep state running things. Those those are two different things, and I think, you know, Stephen Crowder seems like an articulate articulate guy guy but i've heard him talk about talk about articulation jesus christ uh, <laughs> but i've heard him talk about this and he seems like he's confusing the two as well yeah he'll talk about specific examples of the person screaming or yeah. someone yeah. beating someone up at a at a voting station and yeah. show yeah. some pictures of of yeah. a few think, bad players yeah but i think stephen crowder is incredibly smart um and articulate uh, we've watched several debates where he just chopped through somebody um but Again, like the, I think this speaks back just to pure old partisanship. Yeah, that's it, hmm. and that's a that's ex, that's such an unfortunate part of our politics that I don't think until that the partisanship and uh, uh, the money in politics until we get out of those two things, yeah, we're just gonna have an extremely fucked up system. Yeah, it's just the way Before. it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. So long as election, elections can be purchased, mm. and so long as there's just this, there's such an antagonistic relationship between the two it's sides. It's really bad. Yeah, it's so anta- that everything that happens in this country gets split down the middle. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It, That's it's stupid, including viruses, including coronavirus. If if ever there was a a, a situation that called for us to be reasonable. To work with one another, I didn't think it was possible to to politicize coronavirus. And my God, did it happen? Yeah, this was supposed <laughs> I to know be liberals. Made. I know liberals who refuse to leave their domicile. Yep, and conservatives who refuse to wear a mask. Um. Yeah, I know both those people as well. I'm like, what? How's that possible? Yeah. How did how did how did y'all arrive at these? How did you come to this conclusion? You know what I think it is. This is an unpopular opinion, mm. but I think we have a young country, uh-huh. and because we're a young country, we don't have a huge tradition of of ways to think about things. More than likely, if I asked you what was Thomas Jefferson's philosophy, was he an idealist? Was he an empiricist? Was he no one can answer that question in our country. Maybe we should be taught these things. Yeah. You know, uh, John Locke, what kind of philosopher was he? 
uh, Thomas Paine. I mean, these people had huge, you know, they had a huge influence on the way this country was formed, shaped, and identified. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a higher level conversation that I don't hear anyone having. And the moment someone wants to have that conversation, they're shut up. Yeah. They're like, no, you can't do that in the popular sphere. Mm -hmm. You're going to, because you have to talk about things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like German, you know, the existentialist German tradition that later led to Nazi Germany. Like, you have to. We need to understand these things and how they yeah. how they develop. They don't all come from a sinister intention. Sometimes it's 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 the worst consequences are unattended. They're I just. Th- I th- I think I hear you saying, philosophy should be taught in schools. Oh, absolutely! At once. What what age would you start teaching kids philosophy? I think you should teach them the moment you introduce uh, social studies, so history class. You should you should put it alongside your history class, hmm. because without the the philosophy. Yeah. Of how those, you know, Alexander the Great without some philosophy, you're looking at a relic. You're not understanding history in any kind of real kind of way. Uh, looking at Hitler and just going, oh, my God, here's this madman that climbed the top of the mountain. That's not how it happened. It was years and years and years of breeding a party called the Nazis, and he climbed to the top of that party. Completely not what you're taught, because you're just taught the facts and the details in this sort of like take a test at the end of the week way, not how to think and then also question your own thinking and reflection. Uh, that is, that's philosophy. Anytime you're, you're, you're taking the facts and you're trying to put them to, you know, you take facts and you put them into a context, you're doing philosophy. It's, yep. it's, just, it's just true yep. by a matter of logic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree yep. with that, man. I, I agree as well. I think it's it's extremely important, and uh, our lack of nuance in all of our socio political discussions is it's it's again like I was talking about an interview I watched with uh, this battle rapper where he said they brought up Trump, and he he said you know his view was that he's not for or against Trump. It's more so like that Trump is to him a symptom of 2020 was what he said. Even more so, I think, just a symptom of where we're at as a country, our celebrity worship, Uh our political extremes. Mm. We produced everything that we're seeing on the political stage. Yeah. They didn't come out of... Thin air. They didn't come out of thin air. Yeah. They didn't descend from the heavens. We created this. We created the whole shit. Mm -hmm. All of of us together. We created the situation. So, uh, to some degree... Uh, we have to take responsibility, and doing that, I think, doesn't require you to to make an enemy out of the person who has a different letter behind mm-hmm. their name. That's again, I think it's silly. Yeah, and I think it's childlike. It's immature. Clearly, clearly, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have a reasonable conversation about things? It, it makes me sick. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the philosopher Rene Girard. Girard, he's uh, he had a theory called mimetic desire. Mimetic desire is when, you know, when Jesus was taken to the cross, Peter, you will deny me three times. Why? That's mm-hmm. mimetic desire. It's 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 literally uh, it's the criterion of embarrassment. You're embarrassed to have this opinion. You're embarrassed for your own family's sake. The peer pressure is a real thing. It totally is. The yeah. whole reason we wear suits and ties is peer pressure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's far deeper than just, hey, 
take this uh, hit of weed or something mm-hmm. like that. No, 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 that's not what I mean. It's from a, a society all the way down. Yeah. We have essentially over, overlords, watchers, mm-hmm. whether that be Facebook or that be the government at large, the military industrial complex. Those two units and the oil companies, yeah. those three parts of our world control the conversation. Hmm. They control the conversation. And then we fill it up with content. But Twitter and Instagram and Facebook aren't good platforms to put good content out. They're the opposite of those things. They're designed to be divisive. Yes. They're designed to require short attention spans. YouTube, if you notice, the crowds on YouTube are completely different than the crowds of Instagram. Yes. That's largely because the people on YouTube can sit there and watch someone play a video game or just listen to some bullshit for three, four hours. I do it all the time. You'd be the same person that would have read books in the 90s, right? You would have needed something long form to keep Mm -hmm. your attention. Yeah. Um, I hate to say this, but Twitter and Instagram, for the most part, are about snapshots of your life happening at the blink of an eye without any context here it is. Yes. I'm beautiful. I'm feeling terrible about myself. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You're a Nazi. That's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where we're at. There's no oversight on this shit. No oversight. And Elon's like, hey, guys, listen, this same system will be the way AI's programmed. This same system will be the way that it's programmed. Yeah. So you better be careful with what you're doing. If you let corporations and the military run the country... They will run the country. It's that simple. Yeah. And so I, to be fair to Americans, mm-hmm. we're kind of fucked the way it's set up. We're yeah. kind of fucked. Like uh-huh. you would have to put the philosophy classes in and you'd have to uh, delegate power across the board more so than just three or four super chimps. Yep. So that's what we got. Yeah. Again, the illusion of choice. We talked about that shit yesterday. Yeah, we talked as about well, that. that. There's, you know, again, that same battle rapper. Loaded mm-hmm. Lux, our beloved Loaded Lux, made the point about there's, you know, five, six different media companies that own hundreds of channels. And then you have the illusion of choice from there. You get to pick which channel, but it's all the same people making all, all by, the same. Yeah. Right? Like, they're making money whether you watch channel uh, one through 40. Yep. You know? And they still, they're still... Uh, victim of even higher hierarchies. Um, what's his face? Uh, Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. Recently, I think he's the majority shareholder at Apple now. Hmm. Okay. This is a guy completely Wait, from... I didn't know he did that. Yeah, he bought like like 15%. I know he had a large amount of the share, but I didn't yeah. know he was a majority. Well, I, they're, they're current, either way, the way he has his system set up, yeah. it's like Elon's, he's going to be worth... In time, he, he's going to pass those yeah. guys up really quick is where I'm going with this because he has a he bought the newest shares and he's also splitting his shares at the mm-hmm. same time and he has a reservoir he has other businesses making money he's not yeah. just an apple he will eventually it, since he's going to die soon probably not to be mean he's ancient yeah and he's given all his money back to charity which mm-hmm. to his credit that's what he's doing uh, he's given it to the Gates Foundation and by the way I'm not nearly as cynical about Bill Gates as some people are I yeah. think the dude legitimately is trying to help mm-hmm uh, vaccines aren't perfect. No. So the demonizing this guy because he's rich, yeah. they do the same thing to Elon. He just moved to Texas and everyone in California is like, oh, fuck you. You were a jerk anyway. We don't need you. Good All right. Yeah. Okay. Don't be lost. Well, everybody, welcome to Brain vs. the Universe. 
Yes, sir. It's how we start our conversations. Shoot, how everybody how everybody kind of feeling today? Well, I am off today. Mm. I am slightly high. All right, I'm a little high. Well rested. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm well rested. I'm a little rusty around the uh, rim. Yeah. You notice when we don't talk for a while, it's like get back into the rhythm yeah, of it. Yeah. Start to get back into that energy, filling it out. Hell, it took us like 45 minutes to set up the equipment today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Shit, uh, man. Well, yeah, it's all good, man. Uh, you know, I can't complain. Things are going well. You know, got a few, you know. A few things little, happen. Little issues yeah. here and there, but nothing I can't handle. That's what I'm talking about. Easy work. That's how we do this shit. I mean, you gave me some good news yesterday. I did? Uh, yeah. What's some good news? Um, oh, the stuff I already told you about. What stuff? The schematic. The oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, we're we're trying to open a business, and uh, it's expensive out here in yeah. Los Angeles, California. Yeah. But we might have a, a, some developing things going yeah, on. A yeah. connection, yeah. So, um, and I have another update for you on that, too, on mm. uh, some some theater stuff. Mm. That's also something we've gotten in the works as well. So, so a couple productions possibly happening. So, here's what I want to talk about. All right, I'm going got? to my topic. Oh, you're just gonna jump the shark right. because listen, listen. I said a bunch of feel good, everything's good. I can mm-hmm. handle it, all that kind of shit. Yeah. But I'm I'm a little pissed off. Uh-oh. I'm sick of the NBA. Uh, I'm about <laughs> tired of the entire thing. All right, let's do this. What's killing you about the NBA? Where do I begin? Mm. Where should I begin? I'm going to start at home, mm. Texas. Houston Rockets. All right. I've been ranting about this organization for years. Yeah. I I said when they gave James Harden a max contract, I don't think they're going to ever win a championship with him as their best player. Mm-hmm. I think James Harden is a great player. But is he a championship caliber player? Mm. Carly. Those are different things. Yeah. They are. He's a better like, Paul George. You've got yes. yes. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a better Paul George. Yeah. Um, on on the scoring side of the ball. Anyway, James Harden decides to not show up to training camp, and instead posts pictures of himself. He posted these pictures, pictures of himself at a rapper's birthday party. A mm. rapper in question's name is Lil Baby. I argue Lil Baby is not even the third best baby rapper. <laughs> what does he rank at with you? He's definitely behind the baby. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're going to put a placeholder on that question of <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Got to cut these clips up, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, at a uh, rapper's birthday party, uh-huh. Lil Baby, uh-huh. instead of going to training camp, now listen, okay, you want to leave. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm excited for you to leave, in fact. Yeah. But to do it like this, come on, man. Like, Kobe Bryant went on the radio and said, trade me. Yeah. He said it on the radio. A lot of people's forgotten that. And then when the training – but when training camp opened, they, of course, hadn't traded his ass. He was there. He showed up to practice. And played. He played. Because you're in, this is your job. Yeah. Like this is your. I think a lot of people don't view professional sports. They remove the professional part out of it. Yeah. And that's part. You are employed by this league to do a particular thing. 
Yeah, they just considered them as superstars. So what do you, I don't I don't like it. I yeah. hate I hate that. In fact, I think it's I think it's lame. Mm-hmm. And also the PR problem too of the coronavirus, the nope. way the NBA is handling it, wearing yeah. no mask mm. at this birthday party, clearly around people, ain't nobody wearing masks. Yeah, like, and he again posted that picture himself. He decided to post it. So purposely, he wanted to be shown. He wanted he wanted people to know he was at this birthday party out mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, that he wasn't at practice or training camp. He wanted people to know. Wow, because he's trying to force his way out. But again, like with with the lengths the NBA has gone to mm-hmm. with this coronavirus issue, like if you don't you don't like Houston, fine. What yeah. about the rest of the league? This that looks bad. For the entire league. Exactly, because you're with in danger. how hard of a stance they've taken, like, we are doing everything we can to limit coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like, the bubble, like, the lengths they went to, they spent a lot of money. You better so be it, careful. It doesn't look good for your one of your biggest stars to be out at a birthday party with no mask on and not at practice. Yeah. It looks terrible. He could get a, He could face a suspension if he comes back positive. Um. Yeah, if he comes back positive, it could be really bad. It could he, be Chris Paul, the yeah, president yeah. of the Players Association, yeah. mm-hmm. who doesn't remember him too fondly at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah. I'd be careful. I wouldn't be playing with fire like this because the, yeah. the NBA don't fuck around when it comes to being on the right side of what they consider history. True. And yeah. it, <laughs> going to true. going to a, a party with a rapper on your birthday. In the middle of training camp, just at what looks to be a pretty wild party. Yeah, right. It's I'm not sure. calling yeah. it a party. I think is a it's little a, disservice. That's it's basically like a. It's, it's basically like a little self built club. He went. Yeah, to. right. It's basically what happened. And so, how long does he actually have still left on his contract with Houston? Three years, three or four. Uh, well, he he could do a player opt out. I think next year, mm-hmm. right? Okay. They tried the to offer him the max deal. You know. Renegotiate his contract, and they offered him what three hundred million. Yeah, and he turned it down. Yeah. So he really wants the fuck out of there. Damn man, he is on the hook for at least two more years. Yeah, right. Um, it, what could be there? The thing with the con- the mm-hmm. NBA contracts is your your contract year doesn't start unless you start playing. Yeah. So say he were to sit out, like some NFL players do, they still have him for two years. So sitting out isn't an option like yeah. it is in the NFL. Um, so they so still have I, it. Like yeah. what what he what he is thinking? I don't. In what world this was a good idea to him? I I I do not know. There's no so this is there's bad no advantage for him at all. I don't. This. Again, I think he thought it f- as far through as I don't want to be here no more. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna force it. my way out. Like Anthony Davis sat. Like you mm. know. Le- LeBron, the Le GM, has done muscle move after muscle move when it comes to rosters and stuff. Yeah. And like, the superstar players run the league. Yeah. They totally do. So they have, to a degree, gotten away with this kind mm-hmm. of shit. James Harden just took it to a whole nother level. No. Wow. Like, nobody's done anything this stupid that I can think of. No. I just wonder what the opinion is of the other, of his peers. Yeah, of LeBron James, oh, of I bet Kawhi. LeBron I, see this. And I bet they're all sick to their stomachs. 
They're like, we knew this. This if fucking anybody, guy. He James went and did James. He couldn't yeah. stay away from yep. the strip club. Yep. yep. He, he needed the attention. Mm-hmm. If only, uh, I mean, if anybody deserved a trip to the strip club, it's the Lakers. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> motherfuckers are practicing yeah. right now. Yeah. They played through that whole thing. Uh, that's problem number one. And they mm-hmm. dominated that whole bubble, if we're being honest about it. Yeah. They did. They kicked everybody's they very much did. That's the thing. Five-game series up until Miami. They won in five every round of the the Western Conference. They kicked everybody's asses. They so, kicked the Rockets' asses. What could be the option for the Rockets at this point to do with James Harden? So that leads me to pro- number two, the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. I officially don't like the Philadelphia 76ers. I was already there, bro. <laughs> Listen, the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, I think they're both very good players. Uh-huh. But they clearly don't work well together. Their games clash. Yeah. All right. So what do you do with that? I think their best option on the table is Ben Simmons for James Harden. Hmm. Okay. I think James Harden and Joel Embiid would work well together. I think Ben Simmons is a good enough talent that if you put another couple pieces around him in the next few years, Mm -hmm. they'd be back to a playoff Team. So you see Ben Simmons as more of like a starting point for the Houston Rockets if they yeah, were to make now that trade. Their new problem is that they have John Wall as well. Okay. So I don't know how they're going to mix. You know, it. but if there's anybody on the table, I can get this guy's like 24 or whatever he is. He's very yeah. young. I get a few, a couple year runway with that guy. See mm-hmm. if I can put a couple more pieces around him and try to do it like that. Because okay. if I'm the owner, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because my GM isn't going to draft a bunch of talent. We don't even do that here. That's not Houston. That, that's, that's not, not what Houston market, has yeah. done since Akeem. Mm-hmm. Wow. They've built through trades. True. So that'd be very. Interesting. I think that's their best option on the table, um, as far as the options that people in the media have said are on the table. Okay. And so how does that look for Philadelphia? It looks good, man. Arden. That would be great for them, I think. They're in the be, East, remember. They they yeah. Yeah, they probably could come out of there. Mm. In they, the West, yeah. they don't have a chance. With yeah. the Clippers, the Nuggets, yeah, no and the Lakers, to dominate, it's just but, too much. Yeah. But in the West, you know. Possibly dominate. Or in um, the East, you mean. I mean, the East, yeah, I think they yep. can. I don't know dominate, but I think they can beat Brooklyn. Okay. I think they'd be tougher than Brooklyn. Yeah. I think James Harden at this point in time. This season, at least, will be better than Kevin Durant. Mm. And I think that Joel Embiid could benefit from not having to get the ball as often as he did. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. go put his ass on the block. Let's be honest, yeah. Ben Simmons was just like, here you go, yeah. here you go to everybody on his team. And they weren't that type of offensive player. Joel Embiid's very talented. He could shoot the three. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just, yeah, put his big ass on the block, get rebounds and give me 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, do like the Joker does back in uh, – he totally has the talent to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he can't be this all-around superstar, dynamic player who also plays 40 minutes, 35 minutes a night. Yeah, he can. James Harden can do that, though, for yeah. you. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it will make a lot of sense for Philly. And also, remember, Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets for all the, all these years, all these awful years. Mm-hmm. If not, got fired better. and rehired by Philly, I, I think about three minutes later. He was hired by Philadelphia. Daryl Morey is very clearly a big James Harden fan. <laughs> I, he, he I, I, you know, that's an understatement. I think he was sacrificed his firstborn. Yeah, 
for James for Harden. James he Harden. loves yeah. James Harden. <laughs> Big time. And when God says don't do it, he'd still do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't Nobody do that stop shit. This. <laughs> no. It's got to happen. <laughs> because James Harden can shoot from anywhere on the... <laughs> 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 we are talking about James Harden. <laughs> yeah. And on the Philly thing, uh-huh. if I hear Stephen A. Smith say <laughs> that Ben Simmons is a jump shot away from being LeBron James again, first of all, isn't he? I mean, he's well on his way. <laughs> Apparently, he's done things that look like LeBron James. Right. Undoubtedly. At no point have I seen that at all. <laughs> He's a very good passer, and he's tall. That's it. That's where the similarities in. Well, you you can't that. mention Ben Simmons. I don't, I don't. He's a jump shot. Here's, here's my second problem with uh-huh. the statement. Is LeBron James ain't a good jump shooter. No. LeBron James is not a good shooter. Yeah. He's not. He's, <laughs> he's good enough to where you can't sag off of him. Yeah. But, right, and he's got his spots from three point range. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's got he he's got a little side here shot and there. Does, like yeah. he he's he's just good enough to be very effective scoring the ball. Yeah, Ben Simmons, not well, ben, he's, he's getting there. I mean, he had that one three last year in a preseason game. Three last his first year, three, yeah. his and first the crowd erupted. Oh man, I told they you at the, for that hard. Like, yeah, I told you that. back then. I was like, if I hit a three and the crowd went crazy like that, I'd yeah. have been a little offended. Yeah. <laughs> like, what y'all thought I couldn't do that shit? Huh? It took him five years to figure they it out. They did think he couldn't do it because it took him five years to hit his 1-3. <laughs> a jump shot away from being LeBron James. Man. No. it's no. That's disrespectful to LeBron. That's so yes. disrespectful to LeBron James. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Ben Simmons. Like I the think only will... person LeBron James needs to be compared to like that is Magic Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Any other comparison just is uh is disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that the other day. They always debate uh LeBron Jordan for GOAT. Is it but I I think LeBron is most similar to Magic Johnson. He's yes. more gifted physically. Mm-hmm. I think by a mile he's more gifted. And he's slightly better at shooting the ball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's enough because Magic Johnson was already a top five talent that's mm-hmm. ever played this game. Yep. If Magic Magic had five rings? Five rings. Yep. Okay. One away. One away? One away. One away. Personally, I don't think he's going to get it. You don't? Mm. He's too, I, you know how hard it is to repeat at his age? It's never been done before. I think they're going to have a good shot at it, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know if they're going to do it. Again, it is repeats. That shit very rarely happens because it's so hard. Yeah. You know, we didn't have so many... You know, we were around for the three-peats um, from the Lakers. I think that almost made people think that that's like a, a reasonable a thing to again. want. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, that shit doesn't happen. That was rare. Three teams ever have three-peated. Yeah. Man. Ever. Right. So yeah. you're right. I, I say that to say I, I agree with you. It's going to be very hard. LeBron James is going to be one year older. Um, and if he don't win this year, he's going to be ancient. But But – Mm. Also, Anthony Davis, I think, is going to be better this year. Yeah. I really think he will be. And I think when he gets – if he gets into the finals again, you know, he had a, 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 a drop-off in the NBA finals, but it wasn't that big of a drop-off. I think once he's in his second one, after already having won a championship, mm-hmm. he's going to be more comfortable probably. Yeah. He's probably going to play better later into the playoffs next year. 
barring True. injuries and all that kind of stuff. And they also have a way better bench now. Yeah. Yeah. But the bench is way better. Some of those guys were playing last year above their potential, I think. Uh, Rondo's gone. And yeah. by the way, if y'all think Rondo's going to shoot 40 from three forty from three-point range, it's like, come on, guys. I'm, I'm not saying the bubble mm-hmm. affected it, but. Well, no, it definitely affected it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone had to deal with it. I agree with that. Yeah. But it's too simplistic then to say the next season when things go back to normal and you're traveling and playing a road games and this whole jazz, that it uh, might not benefit them the most at that point in time. Mm. You know, a veteran old team getting to stay, go to your room, come back and play. Yeah. That, that goes somewhere. Having to travel to, di- to different locations and stuff, a team um, – other teams might excel yeah. in that sphere. There's a lot of good road teams. None of that was even a factor. Mm-hmm. Counterpoint, the Lakers got it younger. They got a lot younger. I guess where my, I'm going with this is I still think that the more talented team is the Clippers. I could agree if Paul George wasn't on the team. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm willing to give Paul George another chance. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just need. I just need. See, see I would tell you what this is. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what this is. This is. This is. This is his whole life being made miserable by the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Right. That's what this. That's what that reflex is. The ability to keep believing in some shit that ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. We'll see. We'll see. Paul George. Listen. listen. I don't. I think Paul George is gonna come up small. But mm-hmm. if they can make a trade before the trade deadline, which I think they will, mm. they're going to get one of these point guards. If okay. they if they go into the playoffs with Paul George still on the roster, they are going to lose. Conference finals max they make it to with Paul George on the team. I don't care if they even just released him. We can't do that. <laughs> I, even if even if even if they just released him, uh-huh. I think the team is better without him. Of course, you want to get value back, but I think the team is better without him on it. Yeah. If Kawhi would have taken another ten shots a game that Paul George was not taking, mm-hmm. they would have beaten Denver. Okay. I don't Kawhi. You can shoot it forty times. I don't care. Yeah, he's just if if his efficiency. Drops off just a little bit. If he shoots it forty times, we're gonna win the game. Yeah, that's how efficient he is. Okay, that's how they beat Philly the year before. That's how so ass Paul they, George is. Mm-hmm. So you were saying if they ended up getting another point guard, who's on the block for well a possible pickup? Possibly Kimba Walker. Okay, uh, perhaps maybe a sign and trade with a player like. John Wall or one of these guys that comes becomes available. <laughs> Derek Rose. <laughs> you sorry ass. You see you got you see this the Cowboys, man. That's being a hardcore Cowboys fan. Oh, we could get John Wall. <laughs> I don't want John Wall. <laughs> Just someone that can someone that can bring the ball up the court. Yeah. And distribute it. Okay. Maybe not a John Maybe. Wall. Yeah. But there's a bunch of guys that can serviceably, they can, in a servable way. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Can't talk! The animals are killing me! Oh, spirits have got me. Oh, fuck. Uh, someone that can distribute the ball, they'd be fine. Yeah. That, those are better choices than they uh, have no one what they have now. Outside of Kawhi Leonard that yeah. knows how to pass the ball. And Kawhi, I got news for you. That's not his game. That's not what he yeah. does, man. 
I don't he, want him to do it either. <laughs> don't pass it. I felt like if one, one mistake Doc made last year was saying, okay, Kawhi, I want you to be like LeBron. All those comparisons you made him to Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. let him play like Jordan. You didn't see Jordan running the point. No. Put Kawhi on the block. Put him on the wing. Let him run baseline, the shit that he does best. Get him to his spots. Pick and roll. He gives you the fucking ball. He's going to come around you, give him the ball right back. No, Marcus Morris, don't fucking shoot it. All right, that little fadeaway mid-range shot, that's not your game. Never hit. I've never seen you hit that shot consistently since you've been in the league. <laughs> but you took it like 67,000 yeah. times in the playoffs last year. Paul George, do me, just do me a favor. That square behind the rim, avoid it. <laughs> Don't hit that square behind the rim. That's not what you're supposed to hit. And I'm not talking about the bank. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the big the square. <laughs> yeah, the backboard. But, I mean, I, I just want to be clear. This was a pro player. <laughs> Further illustrating why they have to get his ass off the team. Oh, and the look man. he gave to that backboard. Anytime you're in disbelief <laughs> towards an object. It's that you're in big trouble. It's yeah. like running into a wall. Yeah. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. You shouldn't look at the wall and be like, "Why are you there? Yeah. This is bullshit." Paul George, this who is, built that wall? This is you're only furthering my point. <laughs> All right, it would even be that a wall's different not regulation. Story. <laughs> it would even be a different story if Paul George would have walked off the floor after Game Seven against Denver, and he would have been like. Man, I've I've I really played like shit. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I played terribly. Yeah. He did recently, three days ago. Mm. He said, "Because I think Kawhi and I think all these other guys said, listen, dude, you can't go out there and keep throwing. You can't throw shade at Doc Rivers all season.' So he went out and said, Doc's a great coach. Mm-hmm. We failed as a team. I was a big part of the three-one deficit issue that we had. You know, we were up three-one." Denver had a long ways to go to catch back up to us. Yeah. And he said he was a large contributor towards that happening. Okay. Now, this was after he had already come up with all the so excuses. So he ran back those too comments. Too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> he basically ran back the comments that he made about Doc Rivers in previous interviews. Man, too little, too late. Yeah. Uh, when the pressure is on, that's when you reveal your true cards. I'm sure a PR person got hold of him and was like, you are ruining your life by mm-hmm. doing this. This shit. Like, you're fucking your career up. Because not only did you play horribly, now you're responding horribly. Yeah. He didn't blame everybody but him he, up to this point. He, it was everybody else's fault. Doc Rivers coaching, oh, I just came off a lot of pin downs. Mm-hmm. And Ramona Shelburne, they did the math. And, <laughs> and that wasn't true. <laughs> I've seen that. He made that up. He made it up. He made he just made some shit up. Yep. I kept coming off of pin downs. I don't like to play like they were playing me like JJ Reddick. No, they wasn't. <laughs> no one no. That's that's a bold faced lie. Yeah. Yeah, or it's he's delusion. Go. Delusion. He's gotta go. <laughs> I think he believes what he's saying. Yeah. Well, I just think he's in denial. He's gotta go. He's got to go. Maybe <laughs> I want him away from Kawhi. It's going to make me sick to watch them play next year because I'm going to be, like, rooting for this one guy, and and I can't stand this up. You know that scene in Dragon Ball Super when Beerus first first meets Goku, he goes Super Saiyan 3? Mm -hmm. And just pops him out. (laughs) Kawhi's going to take that big-ass hand, hit him right here behind the neck, and he's going to look at Tai Lu and say, trade this so-called basketball player right here. Uh Uh-huh. Because we ain't from the same streets. I know yep. we grew up right down the road, but, nah. but we ain't cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's an embarrassment to Los Angeles. And I ain't even from L.A., but I know people, when they talk about Paul George, yeah. they don't like the fact that he's from Los Angeles because they're like, no, nah, he don't represent what we're doing down mm-hmm. here. Kawhi, yeah. I hate Kawhi because he plays for the Clippers, yeah. but I, got, I have to respect Kawhi. What he's done, his, his credentials cannot be questioned. No. Even LeBron said that the other day on a podcast. Mm. He was like, they had uh, championship DNA. Yeah. Kawhi and Doc. Yeah. Those were the two guys. Yeah. He's like, I would I thought they were gonna weather that weather that storm. Somehow, some way they would find a way to win one of those games. Even if it was game seven. Yeah. The leadership, the championship DNA that would overcome all the other fuck ups and they would still have to play the Clippers. That didn't even work. Because no. I think Kawhi mentally checked out in game seven. Yeah. I, I think, think he went yeah. you know what, yeah. even if we can beat these guys tonight, still. I really think he thought this. We can't win a championship with this team. No. We're just going to set ourselves up for embarrassment. And maybe he didn't want to face... Um, what I'm about to say is going to be having my cake and eating it at the same time, but you need to hear me first. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kawhi... I think he wants all the smoke with LeBron, but I don't think he wants all that smoke when he knows he's going to lose. Because then it's going to be put on him. Yeah, We would be far harder on Kawhi Leonard if he'd lost to the Lakers. Definitely. Because the, 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 the biggest argument for him being the best in the game is that he can head-to-head with LeBron... He can beat him. Yeah. And I actually believe, because of what Kawhi can do on both ends of the floor, unless they tell him not to play the guy, but if Nick Nurse was coaching him, you know, the oh, way yeah. Nick Nurse coached him in Toronto, mm-hmm. if they sent him Man. the Terminator, mm. just put a body on LeBron all night. He's not. He's scared of the free throw line. He's not going to make you foul him. And if he does do that, we'll throw other bodies at him. Yeah. The Clippers could have done that. Now the way they were playing – their systematic, their scheme, their mental, their, their morale, the way Paul George was playing, mm-hmm. the way Lou Williams was playing, yeah. and apparently Montrez was a lunatic. Yeah. That's what I'm reading. Well, we're finding out now. When Paul George tried to tell the team, like, hey, let's go work out in the offseason. Now, listen, I don't want to hear from Paul George either at the end of the game. Yeah. But Montrez, he doesn't have any, like, when they said he responded by getting up and like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, Montrez, you ain't the guy that can make that claim. Yeah. You spent almost all your fucking time. Listen, this is fucked up what I'm about to say. But his grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. He took off like a month. I don't know, you know, we've all lost close ones. Yeah. You still got to, you know, even still your work. grandmother would probably tell you mm-hmm. this. You still got to be a man, son. Yeah. You got to go out there and take care of your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. He came back out of shape and he played like ass. Yeah. He had a he was shooting like thirty percent from the uh, from the field and the motherfucker dunks is all he does. He was probably I think he was worse than Paul George in that series because he because he was Might out of been. shape he couldn't yeah. get up and down the court yeah he kept fouling and he would get fouled go to the free throw line and the other team was like okay let's just foul him because he's yeah. gonna miss yeah yeah and it slowed the rhythm simple. of the game down yeah all that shit yeah shot thirty something percent from the Jeez. from the free throw line he uh, he was terrible good riddance he was yeah. terrible yeah. Ibaka's going to be a big upgrade, I think, especially in the playoffs. For sure. I think so, yeah. And Montrez, I didn't realize how much his stock had dropped until I saw the Lakers deal was like for like five, I want to say. Yeah, like it was very long. Danny Green got 15 last year. Boy, his stock went Just, down. His stock yeah. dropped a lot too. But Montrez, the sixth man of the year, is about to get paid five. That means 
I don't think it was purely about I I want to be a Laker and I want to play with LeBron no. James. No, I think the money. I think they offered him probably the best deal that he was. Gonna and get. it was the Lakers, and yeah. he was like, "Fuck them." That was That's part of it too, it, yeah. I'm sure. But if if another team had offered him ten, he wouldn't have gone. Even ten. Yeah, and ten's totally within the realm of possibility of for yeah. where Monch for where we thought he was. Mm-hmm. But again, they paid him five. I think that I think he probably didn't have many offers any higher than that. This was a last ditch effort, basically, for him. I, I think he probably had a few offers, but mm-hmm. I bet they were all four, five, six million. Oh, so this probably was the highest offer he had on his table, which is why, again, he, his stock took a major hit after the playoffs. I was shocked, not shocked. I was surprised. He's going to have to move out of L.A. if he goes to the Lakers, and, the and he gets win. dominated by the Clippers in yeah. the post. Yeah. Because, I listen, AD, they're going to try to preserve AD, AD if they play against the Clippers. Yeah. They're not going to have him throwing bodies at all these uh, all these big guys. That would put him in foul trouble, or you'd risk hurting him, mm-hmm. which could happen. They're going to try the way they used JaVale McGee. I know he's not there this year, but the way they used them last year was, we're going to throw Dwight Howard at you. Yeah. We're going to throw McGee at you. Uh-huh. All right? Now they have uh, Montrez, I mm-hmm. think, to He's replacing JaVale McGee on their rotation yeah. piece. And, Montrez um, is only 6'8". Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really yeah. didn't like him on the team last year. I think he would worked, he worked better with that team they had the previous year because mm-hmm. it was totally designed on being underwhelming and overperforming. Now when he's on the court with Kawhi and Paul George and all these other guys, even in the regular season I would yeah. see this sometimes, unless he was, if he was losing his matchup, mm-hmm. he would lose big time. Okay, mm. the Joker absolutely took his soul. Yeah, him and Zubak, but Zubak yeah. was, but no one thought of Zubak in any kind of like no. a, a warm way. They talked about what's his face, uh, Montrez Sorrell, mm-hmm. like he was the second coming of of Manu Ginobili or something. You know, I know it's a totally different game style, but they they were talking about his effectiveness off the bench, the yeah. energy he brings to the team, the craftiness, his you know this sort of savage mode that he goes in. I didn't see none of that. And when I would see it, it just looked funny. It looked cartoonish. Yeah. It's I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's, uh, you know, you see what Kawhi's response was. They asked him about it. Mm-hmm. And he just, he didn't even acknowledge the man. Yeah. He goes, we got Surge now. Mm-hmm. He could score. Yep. And he moved on. You don't I respect don't that, dude. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see Montrez play off with Marcus All, right? Yeah, because they ended yeah, up picking up Marcus him as well. as well. Yeah, yeah. That the one negative I see with the Lakers' moves has been that they lost quite a bit of size, and I think that was that was very helpful yeah. for them uh, in their playoff run with losing Dwight and Javale, mm-hmm. and then replacing Javale with uh, Montrez. They got I, is Marcus all seven foot? Do you know? Um, Maybe a little. He's close, but I, I think he's like 6'10", 6'11". Yeah. So, but them seven-footers, you can't teach seven-foot tall. No, you can't. And that they could reasonably, you know, have LeBron and AD and Dwight Howard out there at any one time. Mm-hmm. They all stretch their arms out. They got the Take whole up. fucking yeah. floor covered, <laughs> you know? Like, you, you can't teach that. Yeah. So, that's the one negative I see, but outside of that, I think they – I think the Lakers definitely got better. I do think the Clippers uh, got better too. But I get it. I think Serge is a massive. I know he was. He came off the bench as well, and he wasn't in the sixth man 
of the year conversation, but his numbers are up there. Yeah. Um, he doesn't and, drop off in the playoffs. No. And he doesn't drop off. He hit a lot of big shots for them in that Raptors run. He was he was big time for mm-hmm. them. So if he, you know, brings that, I yeah. think they got way better than what they had, which was Montrez. And also, Serge is friends with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. He's a very charming dude in the locker room. Everyone talks about it. It wouldn't shock me if his move there wasn't just for basketball reasons. Kawhi's like, come in, come in. Because the dude that just left, this dude divided the locker room. Mm. Yeah. I, I need some. Of my, I need some of my boys. LeBron does this, and no one bats an eye. Yeah. yeah. So it, it don't shock me that people it wouldn't be changed. Wanna, yeah. You know, you want to go to work with who you want to work with. If exactly. you don't like the person, even if he's talented, I, I'm of the opinion you still have to do your job. Mm-hmm. But if the other guy won't do his job, then then it's like we got to let him go. Yeah. yeah. And we'll find yeah. somebody that can actually. I don't do like it. you, and you played like and shit. I'll, no. Yeah. And I've worked with no, this guy before. You got to bring him in. And what about, uh, you know, I wish the Clippers could have got Mark Gasol, too. I that really wish they would have got Mark yeah. Gasol. I think he, if they could have replaced uh, Zubox with Mark Gasol oh. and brought in Serge, mm. oh, man. Oh, that would have been great. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. So it's going to be really interesting for these, for the Clippers, the Lakers, Maybe I, Philadelphia. I still think the Clippers Houston. and the Lakers are the end of the championship conversation going into right next there. year. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't think Brooklyn's in it. I don't think, you know, and, and when I say championship contention, I don't yeah. mean a top seed in the playoffs. I don't mean makes the playoffs. I don't. I mean a team that I actually think is going to win the whole thing. Yeah. And I don't think Milwaukee is going to win the whole thing. Mm. I think Denver's going to have a sophomore slump to some degree next yeah, year. Okay. I, I don't think Brooklyn's going to win it. Yeah. Because um, I don't think Kevin Durant is going to be as good as he was before. Yeah. And I don't give it long before him and Kyrie try to kill each other because they've blown up. They've had teammate issues everywhere else they've been. Mm-hmm. There's clearly a pattern. So I think that's going to be another issue for them. Uh, I don't think Boston is talented enough to win it. Yeah. Although I really like Boston. Who else? Where do you Miami, see Miami in this? I don't think it's talented enough to win it. I okay. think they're like a piece away. So for the West itself, what do you think about with Golden State, the Lakers, and um no, Clippers? I mean Golden State, not nah. without Clay. Okay. If they had Clay, then yeah, I think that would be the list. Those three teams, mm. the Lakers, Clippers and the Warriors. Um uh, not without Clay though. Okay. My East pick this year. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens with James Harden. But my East pick this year is going – I think Giannis is going to have his first appearance in the finals. Okay. Because I think the problem with Giannis was he was expected to be, you know, defensive player of the mm-hmm. year and MVP last year. Yeah. I think this is the first year the expectation for, Gian, for Giannis have been actually kind of small mm-hmm. from a lot of analysts. And they picked up some of their weaknesses. Drew Holiday is going to do – Okay. He's going to work wonders off yeah. the bench. The guy can shoot 40% from the three-point line – and he can distribute the basketball. Those two things are going to – because they lost Brogdon. That okay. hurt their team immensely. It, mm-hmm. it really did, yeah. I think we nobody knew how badly it hurt until they got into the, the playoffs and couldn't score the damn ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think Giannis, I, I really don't think the bubble – I really do think it bothered some of these players. Yeah. yeah. 
I, yeah. I, I mean, everyone everyone processes catastrophe differently. Yeah. yeah. And so, it would, so I would expect if you're just a, like a sociologist, you would you would expect differences amongst the players in the bubble, mm-hmm. especially yeah. if you got a hundred of them in there. Yeah. And how they respond? Yeah. LeBron James said it was like a scene out of The Shining. And LeBron wow. handled it better than all of them, you know? Yeah, he fucking, he won. <laughs> Motherfucker won. A scene um, out of The Shining, all right. Yeah, but... Talking yeah, to so, himself all the time because yeah. you don't have that much company. Yeah. You know, the uh, Drew Holiday to Milwaukee, I think I think they got better. But again, whoever comes out of that West, I think is going to... It's going to dominate it. Gonna I, don't, it. I don't think Milwaukee would uh, get past... Anybody within the, the West. The Lakers or the Clippers. Okay. I really don't. Even with Drew Holiday, I think they... I don't think it would. I don't think they would win. I just don't. It's going to be an interesting season coming up. Is when Giannis, do they start? If Giannis goes to uh, December twenty, my boy, 22nd? he's on revenge this year, mm-hmm. and he's coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's coming. I've seen what happened when he went to Toronto and did this to San Antonio. Yeah, he said "fuck he you" to everybody on the East, on a- yep. and no one, everyone picked against this dude. Mm. He, I think, he underperformed last year because of the expectations. This year, yeah, that's part of it. Kobe did the same thing. I've seen LeBron do it. Mm-hmm. The moment you become the man and people expect you to do it, the only thing you can do is do it. Anything short yeah. of that is a failure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is it's an unreasonable, unreasonable expectation we put on humans, but it's why we love sports. Yeah, they can handle it. Yeah, these guys are superheroes. They're the ones that are, yeah. they're the ones I can ask and demand more as yeah. a consumer. Yeah, and I think Kawhi. Will answer that call. Will they win the chip? I don't know, but they will be at the Western Conference Finals this year, playing the Lakers. I have no doubt about that. I don't yeah. think a Denver thing is going to happen again. It's how yeah. you. Uh, everybody loses. Everybody mm-hmm. takes L's. It's how you respond to it. The greats. Yeah, they respond with with. Did you see what Kawhi with said? Some rage. He said he <laughs> likes it. Yeah. He said he likes it. He said I I feel alive. This is why you play the game. Mm-hmm. There's a problem being, to be solved, is what mm, he said. Likes being underestimated. I wonder if that's interesting, though. There's yeah. a problem to be solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. an interesting way to phrase it. Well, why, why Jordan? He finna be bad, Because <laughs> we talked about this. My when you boy. get to the top, yep. you know, this is one of the reasons I'm always impressed with Elon, because he's at the top in, in the car industry and in aerospace engineering. Mm-hmm. He could easily slip up. You know, no longer seeing forward in his sights and stuff, he could easily slow down the rate of progress. Yeah. Or just be like, you know what, uh, I'm going to buy an island and relax for the next, uh, I don't know, the remainder of my life. Yeah. He totally could. And just walk away. And yet still, he just, just keeps grinding. Going. Keep going. Ugh. Keep going. 18 hour days, just like, fuck it. They asked him why he moved to Texas. <laughs> Give me that money. They asked him why he moved to Texas, and he didn't necessarily boil it down to Tesla mm-hmm. and the rocket company being in Texas. He mentioned that. He said that Silicon Valley, the Bay Area, and this is his quote exactly, mm-hmm. has too much power. Mm. We have to start expanding that enterprise. Yep. Not just across this country, but across all platforms. Yeah, they build offices in different areas. But for the CEO to actually live there, that's a different that's thing. That's a big move. You know, the actual people that run Google and stuff, they're still mingling with those billionaires in it's, California. Yes. They're not living they're not in Austin. Moving out of that area. He's the first one to really legitimize it. Yeah. And so I could see a bunch of people doing it after that. Start moving around. If, like, I'm, a, if I'm a CEO and I'm looking to get some sort of uh, funding mm-hmm. for my startup, Elon's the guy you're going to go to in the tech world. If you yeah. can get his stamp of approval, 
And it's also cheaper to build in Texas. I wouldn't hmm. mind them building one of those Hyperloops. Oh, it's way cheaper to build it. Yeah. The Cowboys stadium costs over a billion dollars. Mm. It's a football stadium. The Clippers' new arena yeah. costs over a billion dollars, and it's a basketball court. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. Let us sit in real quick. Um, shoot, and somebody that needs to decide to retire and stay retired Man. and not come back and is causing a large impact in his box, in his boxing career is Floyd Mayweather. You know, I'm, I'm, let me play devil's advocate for just okay. a second. I don't think Floyd can do anything to jeopardize his boxing career. I feel like Floyd is, I think it's true if Tyson and all these guys keep doing it. Uh-huh. But Floyd never lost. I mean, I understand that Floyd never lost. But he never cared also, about his, he don't care about being liked. He never did. Mm-hmm. True. But what's his advantage of him He's still a wife beater. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. yeah, you can't. can't I, 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 I made this argument to him about, mm-hmm. uh, about uh, you know, what what if Jake, no, Logan Paul. If he happens to get. Uh, happens to get a lucky punch. And I told him, it's impossible. It's not going to happen. Uh, there's always a puncher's chance. Not when you're fighting Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. There's not a puncher's chance. You don't, I, I give you, I mean this, I've taken three statistics courses in my life. I have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. I mean this when I say it. I give it a 0% chance that he's going to land a lucky shot. Okay. Or that he's even going to land a flush shot. Like not going to This is Floyd May I don't care if he's <laughs> I don't care if he's 50. Yeah. Logan Paul is not a fighter. But yeah, it that's the thing. I'm not it's understanding not, what's his advantage Mayweather. of wanting to even take this fight. Well, I'm, whose advantage? Floyd's. Floyd's. Well, the, I think the, it the could, advantage is he'll make $15 million in like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? He'll do that, and he'll also, I think, dispel this myth that, you know, there's this, there's this as I say, actors do this all the time. Mm-hmm. All the world's a stage. They quote Shakespeare, and everyone tries to be actors, yeah. and there's a lot of bad actors out there. All the world's a boxing ring is what's going on right now. Mm. And I think Floyd knocking out Logan Paul will put some context on reality for people. Because okay. they're not thinking realistically. I've, I've got, I'm in a couple boxing groups, yeah. and trolls will join. And there are people that are just like, well, boxing was always this fringe thing, and not that many people did it. I wonder how many you know, greats are out there on the street that you don't know about. And it's yeah. so disrespectful. That is a, that is a thing that's mm-hmm. always... You hear people say that about basketball. Oh, I, there was there's probably somebody out there better than Jordan, but he didn't mm-hmm. get the same opportunities that Jordan. No, no. Jordan, Michael Jordan was fucking poor as shit. Yep. Growing <laughs> up, what do you mean? And, no. And when Jordan was at another, his best, what what dude could you pull off the street and he'd beat Michael Jordan? Shit. <laughs> same thing with fight. So that's an interesting point. Okay. To provide context to the mm-hmm. world that that because I, I do think people get it mixed up. They get very lost. The, the difference between a professional fighter mm-hmm. and you is pretty massive. Yeah. The difference between that professional fighter and Floyd Mayweather is even more massive. True. So the distance from you to Floyd, yes. you may as well not <laughs> even be the same species when it comes to fighting. I mean, he just knocked out Very Conor true. McGregor just two years ago. Yeah. People act like that fight went the distance. It didn't. No. Yeah. And by the way, if you think it got stopped too soon, he was about to go down. Yeah. He had four I, more rounds to get his face bashed in. Right. I yeah. thought I thought they stopped it too late. 
They could have stopped it a couple rounds before that. Connor wasn't even defending himself for the last two or three rounds. Mm-hmm. He could barely get his hands up. He was so goddamn tired, and Floyd just kept pinging his head back and forth. Let me go out on my shield. It'd be so beautiful <laughs> if Floyd knocks out Logan Paul uh-huh. and Connor picks up this fight with Jake Paul. Because I think be it would ultimately put the nail in the coffin. It would say, okay, YouTubers that want to box, you can fight each other in mm-hmm. your own league. Uh if you want to fight Floyd Mayweather or somebody like that in the future, you have to go through the proper bell curve to do it. Yeah. Now, would you want Connor or would you want Canelo? Well, I, oh, I, oh my God. I, I the Canelo thing, Poor I think. son of a bitch. I, I don't think for that, Canelo to do this. Do you think they would even approve that fight? Mm. I couldn't see. I'm being honest about this I right mean, now. The, the boxing the golden com- boy. If they're willing to. No, I'm talking to about the see. boxing commissions, the right, physicals. Uh, like, it, it's right. going to be. If, Canelo has, could legitimately kill Jake right. Paul. Yeah. One punch, but but, yeah. but if they're willing to to let Clear. Floyd and and Logan Paul fight, then there has to be some. Right, then but they, if Floyd's forty five years old. I mean, and that's I think that's the way that the health people would justify that. And Logan Paul is six foot three, two hundred something pounds. Yeah, I mean that's it, a whole other thing. Is that uh, the whole weight class completely off? Canelo, matter, Canelo being the same size yeah. as Jake Paul. Yeah, Canelo weighs one hundred and eighty pounds right now. Canelo's a, a light heavy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he's surging. He wants to be the heavyweight champion in the yeah. world. I don't know if he'll ever get there, but he, he probably walks around 180, 190 pounds. Canelo does. Mm-hmm. He's bigger than Jake Paul. He, he'd kill him. Canelo would flatten him out, and he'd have to go get on a stretcher and be brought out the arena. If, no if, questions asked, unless he took it easy on him, which I could see happening. If you caught an exhibition fight and you're like, hey, look, don't kill the dude, knock him out. You know, Floyd, to some degree, let Connor play around for a few rounds. No doubt in my mind he did that. Any argument for Connor uh, giving Floyd the slightest bit of trouble at any point. He landed that that haymaker, that uppercut. The rest of Floyd... The rest of Connor's punches would like he would just tap his nose, and mm-hmm. it was the most interesting thing to watch Floyd from a technical blink. perspective. Was Connor would you know throw his jab, yeah, and of course it was a lazy jab; it had nothing on it. And Floyd would let him literally; he would touch him on the nose. Mm-hmm. He would touch Floyd on the nose, and Floyd wouldn't even blink. He wouldn't flinch. He wouldn't try to avoid it. He would let him touch him on the nose because it was like he knew. You that, have nothing. Minus. That this punch yeah. is, it's, it's like I'm I'm using your jab to establish distance yeah. more so than you are. Mm-hmm. That's how good Floyd is at fighting. Man, I hope he kicks Logan Paul's <laughs> fucking ass. Now. Yeah, they, uh, I remember twice. Floyd was Floyd was ta- uh, Connor was talking about it. Sorry, rather, mm. and he said uh, I'm used to setting up where my leg creates some sort of distraction. He goes yeah. without the distraction of the leg though. Landing a punch is hard as hell, mm-hmm. and it is. He barely would he hit. He hit Floyd maybe three times in that fight. Yeah. Three times, one clean shot, which was more than a lot of people thought was going to happen. True. In two other shots, I don't think he touched Floyd. No. Outside of that, man. And yeah, Logan Paul will have no better success than that. That's what I think. Connor was a pro fighter. Yeah. Connor is a pro fighter, and yeah, Logan Paul is not. Logan Paul. He's lost already. It. He lost to <laughs> another YouTuber, for God's sake. Uh, so my argument against it is um, I, I think Floyd is, is turning himself into a bit of a circus act doing this shit. I don't, I don't think to people like me who think Floyd is incredible, mm-hmm. 
I, this isn't going to damage his his you know fifty and O legacy. Yeah, right. To the people who can't stand Floyd, mm-hmm. think he's you know there's a there's Floyd is one of the most underrated great athletes I think ever. Like I hear people just just regularly just dismiss him like like he's nothing. But Floyd is one of the best ever. Yeah, I think doing this 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 clown shit. These exhibitions, the kickboxing mm-hmm. when that shit was ridiculous. <laughs> now this shit with a YouTuber, like, yeah. I wish he wouldn't do it. Yeah, I would get wanting to I make the, the quick money. I totally get it. Because that's what it really is—a is cash grab. My my biggest mm-hmm. argument against it would be fuck Floyd, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. It takes away attention from some really good fights that I want to see. Very much so. That's that's my biggest concern. Is like right now. Spence and Terrence Crawford have open yeah. schedules. Yeah. Yeah. They need to fight. Yeah. But they also know that their ratings, Bob Ehrman and them know that if there's bigger, you know, partiality shows out there, mm-hmm. which would be Pacquiao fighting McGregor or whatever, yeah. it would hurt our bottom line. Yeah. They learned this when Floyd fought Conor McGregor. It hurt that Canelo fight the weekend before. People didn't buy the Canelo fight because it's expensive. Yeah. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, it totally hurt it. So there is that argument that I, that yeah. maybe you guys should tell people this is a clown show. Yeah. yeah. From the get go, don't say it's a professionally sanctioned boxing match. Exactly. Does that mean you got to wear headgear or something? Maybe. You know, but suiting them up and having them walk out and and, and having Bruce entrance. Buffer come out and do yeah. a, a full entrance and run down of their careers. What they did with Jake Paul was disgusting. Yeah. This yeah. man is one and zero. I don't give a shit about his <laughs> in, in Nate Rock. They yeah. should have just been like, this is their debuts. That's I it. don't even give a fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Tyson versus Jones thing, Max Kellerman pointed out that they had more pay-per-view buys than Triple G versus Canelo. Wow. Wow. I was like, oh, that's really not good. No. Fuck. That hurts boxing. I was like, that's not, that's really, but again, like, the consumer, uh, you know, Makes the decisions. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see Tyson versus Jones. Not as many people wanted to see Triple G versus Canelo is what that tells us. So, but then what do we do with that, right? When you think about the the massive problem with that, you want your current stars to Be. sell more than these guys are in their 50s. Yeah. I, I think it, and they outsold your two. Uh, Triple G versus Canelo was one of, is one of the biggest fights of the last what? Darwin five year five, ten years. Yeah. Darwin will prevail. People will get tired. Jaded and mm-hmm. and, 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 and dis- disenchanted with these notions. Oh, another celebrity is gonna try to be a boxer. Yeah. The, the, you know, they're gonna become like a Vegas show mm-hmm. after a while. And I think people are gonna for whoever it brings into boxing, yeah, they're gonna not be satisfied with that. They're going to go watch a highlight clip of Canelo or something and be like, oh, that's that's boxing at its highest level. Yeah. So I, I think in the long run it's not that big of a deal. I but hope, for the next two, so. two or three years while we're locked in our houses and we have nothing better to do with our time yeah, and we're all just glued to our phones. And looking phones, for entertainment. Mm. Yeah, you're going to want to watch a YouTuber fight a boxer. I don't think it's going to last. I mean, when celebrities started first playing in the Celebrity All-Star game, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Now yeah, no now one bats an eye. Yeah. It's not even it, it. It isn't even close. It doesn't do nearly the same numbers as the regular All Star Game, though. Once upon a time, I'm sure it was probably pretty close when they first started doing it, and people mm-hmm. like 
Billy Crystal and all these people are showing up and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. The Jack Nicholson Lakers thing kind of lost its shine to it some did. degree. I, that's what I just hope is I hope that the, and I say Darwin because it is superior forms of evolution. I mm-hmm. think will be what ultimately prevails, even though, you know, it's America. We have fads. Skateboards yeah. were everyone skated. Yeah. Every white boy that I knew when I was 12 years old had etnies on and vans. Mm hmm. And none of them skateboarded, but they were no, all into it. They, they loved Bam, and they yeah, they wanted to get a reality TV show, and they were Jack watching Jersey Jack Shore. Ass, yeah, what brought that to life, man. Shout out to Jackass. <laughs> and now we're going to see that shit in theaters. And now it's oh. a bad punchline <laughs> for stoners at Santa Monica. Yeah, right. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. And it's but what has to happen? I think that's going to dis. I think what could happen is when it, when Logan Paul gets knocked out by mm-hmm. Floyd. That's going to put a huge dampening on this okay. because it's going to, I mean, people are going to mock Logan Paul forever. Yeah. Not that he should beat Floyd. No. But that's just the way it goes. You shit on yeah, this person for thinking loss. you could have won. Yeah. I, I, we overrate that. Oh, he's got the courage. We should, we should respect mm. someone with the courage. No, fuck you. To a degree. I, I just ask that people be reasonable. Be reasonable. You yeah. shouldn't pick a fight with Floyd. No. Either. And by the way, these guys aren't defending uh, I've I seen people like, well, you wouldn't do it. And it's like, what does that have to do with it? It's a free fucking country. I don't live in North Korea. It, my freedom doesn't depend on it. Exactly. Now, if you said, hey, look, uh, there's another Hitler, Hitler-like character forming in Germany. And I got drafted to go fight. No, I'll go kill that person. Because yeah. I think that's worth. That's, that, uh, yeah. there's, there's, there's honor in that. Yeah. There's no honor in going and get your ass laid out like Nate Robinson. should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, every black Damn man it. in America had <laughs> Shit. had to turn at their gaze moment, <laughs> at that no. exact moment right there. No. That exact moment, <laughs> y'all finally know what 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 Matt Ryan feels like. <laughs> uh, the disillusioned white male. Oh, <laughs> man. Cole oh. sent me that meme with fucking Malcolm X and Harriet Tubman and <laughs> Martin Luther King looking, looking down over. at him like. Damn it! Holy <laughs> shit, right, yeah, man! Just turn it over in our grave. You lost. <laughs> you lost to the the loudest, cockiest white boy too. <laughs> yeah. The the loudest one. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> knocked you the just... fuck out. Oh, if, if you got to get knocked out by anybody, no, it can't the worst be that guy. feeling that you have it's, to have. It can't be Jake Paul. <laughs> you get knocked out, and then he turns around and says, "Oh, well, I'll just put it on my YouTube page too, so everybody can see it." Yeah. Also, I'm going to put my rap song over the top of that fight, yeah, so everybody knows who this is. <laughs> Again, I, I, I respect the hustle. It's very I was good. Like, see, only, only. Only somebody who knows their shit would do this shit. Would have thought to get the rights to the like, like that doesn't happen. And put it up literally two minutes after it was done. You know, like that's so that's, smart. I was like, that was so smart that he had to have put that in his contract to, to get to get the footage of mm-hmm. the fight to put on his YouTube channel. And that shit had like twelve million views in a day. Extra check on the backside. Come on, man. Just man. Yeah, I was impressed by by that more than anything. I was impressed by that probably as much as the knockout. <laughs> Damn! Oh, the way man. he just bounced off the floor. Man. That's one thing I got to show you is uh, twenty twenty baby's new um, song that came out, and he has Jake Paul in the video. Oh, I, 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 I <laughs> you know this is just sound ridiculous, but as a white guy, I'm tired of talking about Donald Trump and the Logan and Jake Pauls of the world. For Christ's sake, hey, like those, listen, it, listen, it, it, you know, like they they are completely listen. abnormal pieces of shit. You know that talk shit and and lie and and and. 
spread low. Man, y'all just got to start being more aggressive, man. Hey, listen. This is what happens, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you get on the Republican stage as 10 white guys. The the guy who ain't scared of these motherfuckers won. I agree. But I also need people not to. Listen, we can all. Don't watch it. You know, <laughs> you know Donald Trump, part, of, really part of his power is based on how many people watch this yeah. shit. <laughs> when they're like, every person on the planet watched the debates. It's like, well, well they did that because Donald Trump was in the debates. Yeah. When you're the loudest Simple one in that. the room, everybody just kind of stops and listens to you. This is, <laughs> that's, that's, what how, happens. that's what humans do. Yeah. Oh, he's he's confident. He must know what he's talking about. That's, that's how we is, decide leaders. That is really. True. It yeah. really it totally that is. is. Well, true. I'm not in the business. Speaking of super I'm chip. not a big fan <laughs> fan of dis, deplatforming people. Yeah. But it does exist for mm-hmm. a reason. Because there are, there are as uh, in political philosophy, there are outliers that have to be accounted for. Okay, if there's some mad genius scientist that lives in Brooklyn who's working on hydrogen bombs in his basement, that guy has to be deplatformed. He's not allowed in any laboratory in the United States. If there's someone spreading disinformation to the point that I don't know, you got 51 law ca- lawsuit cases, you're 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 being I'm I'm going to be honest right now, you're being a fascist. No, you're you're you lost in a democrat the most democratic thing about our society is voting. Yeah. And you lost fair and square, yeah. And you're refusing the results of the people. Uh, I hope this doesn't devolve into him being carried out of the White House by the middle. Oh, I'm at the I point now be. because <laughs> I feel like people. I, I, I didn't not. want that initially, but, but it, at this point in time, uh, I'm like, this guy needs to go. He should never show his face again in society. Yeah, it's going to be very. Rudy Giuliani recently tested positive with COVID, yeah, including all his legal almost, teams. Yeah, and Giuliani told a girl. In uh, a lady, I should say, a, a young woman. Uh, hey, do you mind taking your mask off? I can't understand you. In court, and there's a video of this. He was infected with COVID. Of course, yeah, of wow. course. <laughs> Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. And did he know it at the time? No. But, but the, I'm not get. Regular people are doing a better job than these clowns. Yeah. And they're the most powerful people on the planet for a handful more days. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. It we've is. never seen this. How many presidents we've had? We've had a lot. Yeah. We're a young country, but we've had a lot of leaders, congressmen, senators. We've never had one pull a Julius Caesar and reject. Uh, uh, y'all know the story of Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. The first Caesar rejected the election of the people. Yep. And said, well, fuck you, and just kept being the Caesar. That's what we got right now. If it wasn't for the fact that the govern the generals can turn on him and go drag him out of the White House, this motherfucker yeah. would pull coup and never come out. Yeah, yeah it's God. dangerous. Somebody like that can get to, to the top. That power. That's yeah. when I see Jake Paul. I see that little conqueror. I'm telling you, man. Of it's, it's, I see that little fucking dude that doesn't know when to, you know, hey man. when the girl says no, he can might he go. Yeah, go. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> hey man, an aggressive, confident white guy is pretty much unstoppable, man. They unstoppable. Yeah, they can't be stopped. <laughs> well, they are unstoppable. The the one white guy who goes, I don't feel bad for being a white guy. Fuck you. Yeah, that guy. He's the one that's gonna win. That's a senator right there. That it's guy right there. Happen. Him. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm asking should we having we talked about philosophy earlier. Uh-huh. We should be having a different conversation about what we value as a society. Mm. If it is all buzzwords and TMZ type. 
content because most we make fun of TMZ. Oh, I don't watch TMZ. Yeah, but you watch this YouTuber that puts out the same type of content. Exactly. Right. I do it myself. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a matrix of reality. You have to find a way to navigate it. We're not doing a good job. I'm not claiming I have all the answers, but uh, electing idiots is not is definitely not what to do. Exactly. And if their best claim to fame is they're loud. <laughs> And noisy, and they're not even good at debating. They just—they're very good at insults. Yeah, which and is lying, Ted. <laughs> Crooked, fuck <Hillary>. you, <laughs> Crooked Hillary. He's got small hands. Small hands. He's <laughs> just a guy with small hands. Fuck this guy. Ted needs some uh, ambience. <laughs> he needs to wake up. <laughs> My fear is Ted we're going to have Alexander Ocasio Cortez versus Donald Trump Jr. in twenty twenty four. That's where we're heading. No, no, yeah, I know. That's where we're heading. <laughs> I'd rather that's jump what... off a bridge to be honest. So I'm oh, saying, man. if that's where we're heading, how do we? That ends how do we change the? Like, if the compass Jesus. is pointing this way, change course. Man. How do we change course, or how do yeah. we even start to change the degree? Like know. one yeah. or two degrees west or east. I, I think mm-hmm. we just got to move. This got to happen. Where are we going to go? I don't know, man. Norway? Norway? Eh. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm not moving to we some need, of the... We need to travel and listen, go, <laughs> go find a place. Right <laughs> now? Just go travel. travel and, well, this, this spot will work. I got a statistic. Yeah. I want to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure it's true because mm-hmm. I've seen it. Uh, it was on the CNNs. We all know CNNs trustworthy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> more, people's di- more people have died of suicide in 2020 in Japan than COVID. Jesus. Wow. During this lockdown. Holy. Wow. So, okay. That's, just be careful what you wish for, is all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, some that's of these rough. countries don't value freedom at all. Yeah. And uh, that's why I said some of the Scandinavian countries, because you can, for the most part, you still have to do what you want to do. Okay. You got a job, decent wages. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to be around a place that still valued creativity. And, you know, everything coming out of Japan is valued back for the American market to some yeah. degree. China, the same thing. There's no freedom yeah, in China, guys. No. Uh, and this that's, this is going to make up most of Russia as well. Yeah. Like you're starting to run out of space. Yeah. <laughs> you're starting to start now. You can go down. over to Europe, but it's like you know, yeah. my ancestors got on a boat and came and they over left here for a reason. They had to know something. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> they would have just stayed. Exactly. If it was awesome, yeah. right? It's obviously not awesome. <laughs> I really think that's true. You go to Italy, they're riding bicycles because yeah, no one has like any money. Has yeah. Everyone's living yeah. on the chickens in the backyard. That's the yeah. thing. I'd like to go to I'd Cuba love to live in London, like... but I'm not sure it'd be any better than living in New York. No. Yeah. Probably not. I'd probably rather live in New York. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. is no disrespect. I want to travel, see the world, but I'm just talking about from like yeah. building a family, mm-hmm. building a franchise. What about Sweden? Well, that's that would that would be part of that. When I say Norwegian, mm. I, I mean okay. sw- you know Sweden, that, that okay. part of the world. It's mm. all you know, all Viking countries. You know, oh, Vikings, <laughs> Vikings. I don't know how Vikings have gotten such a pass. Oh, I hate them for that reason. They really have gotten a to- they totally they, get a they, pass on. They, they've like, they were- they've, the world's been convinced the only shitty white people came from Rome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> if you come from anywhere else. Oh, you must be all right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, those Vikings were so brave. Yeah. Oh, wow. The first sign of white privilege. What? I wash my hand for the whole nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Pontius yeah. Pilate, right? Yeah. Fucking, uh, what? Come on, man. Vikings were, were a rough bunch. Even even fucking Germans and the French people will throw their fucking hands up like they're not white. I'm like, no. Yeah, you're still, <laughs> no, you're not French. You still, you still have the same European descent yeah. that I have. You motherfucker! You're not gonna escape my bitch. I'm not letting you go. Oh man, that's hilarious. 
And the French gave us a large uh, nihilism, as we currently understand it. The French mm. Enlightenment, Sartre and others, uh, you know, they say things like, you know, not only does life have any meaning, if there were a God, it still would be meaningless because this God would be evil, right? They have that type of point of view. Yeah. That, was per- that was the orthodox opinion in 1920 through 1950 in France, it's if you were like, an intellectual. Yeah, it's like... Be an atheist, fine, but goddamn, <laughs> relax, just, nigga. Well, I, I see what. Yeah, calm the fuck no down. Hope. That's, that's, God. I'm gonna go kill myself. Well, I know. I'm, to be fair, the Hitler and the Nazis were kind of practicing atheists that tried to rebrand religion. Mm. Now, mind you, they weren't atheists in the purest sense. Uh, what's his face was born a Roman Catholic, Hitler. Yeah. Okay, and but. The, the philosophies that he was most interested in came from a form of secular thought that would, take the, that would take the nation and turn it into a religious institution by virtue of power. Hmm. The Superman, the Ubermesh, hmm. is, is a species of human that is in a post-God world that can survive. Now, Hitler was illiterate to some degree. This has been proven, by the way. Very clever man, very persuasive. But one of his uh, maids once said that he had no books on his bookshelf. So the emperor had no clothes to some degree. Mm-hmm. So all the translations he was doing to Friedrich Nietzsche were kind of incomplete and wrong. And the Nazis just kind of seen him as a, well, we're not going to correct him on this because we kind of like what this guy's saying. He thinks the Superman is some sort of superior race they can engineer. Has nothing to do with any of that. So I'm not blaming atheists, religious, or whatever, but the, the French were basically saying that whole conversation's meaningless. If we can just get rid of the whole transcendental idea that we should be bigger than ourselves and all this other stuff, it would end the suffering in the world to some degree because no mm. one would have anything to kill over. So I understood where the nihilism was coming from. Yeah. Mm. It was a way of unshackling, unchaining. As Nietzsche says, you know, what did we do when we unchained this earth from its sun? All right? The old point of view where the sun was just fixed up in the sky and everything made sense. Mm-hmm. Then the enlightenment happened and now space is flowing infinitely and we're a big rock going through the infinite nothing yeah. cold universe. And what does it mean? No one knows. It could still be a, a, a huge array of answers. And countries have filled that in with all kinds of philosophies. And that's why I go back to everyone should know how the Nazi party kind of, kind of came to be. Yeah. If you knew that, you wouldn't call everybody a Nazi. Yeah. 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 Vice versa, you should know how the communist regi- regimes in China with Mao mm-hmm. and in, in you know, Hitler, uh, Joseph Stalin's, almost said Hitler Stalin's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Stalin's uh, Soviet Union. Yeah. How do we get there? We should have those conversations. Yeah. And I think that atheist, religious, Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, Buddhists, religions, ethnicities, everyone around the, around the table should have a conversation with this because I think there's wisdom in every tradition. There's a lot of atheistic philosophers I find far more moral, even though they hold opinions like that, yeah. than I do you know, the preacher in Alabama who thinks that it's quite justly right to 99.9% of everyone that's ever existed on this planet to be bur- burning in hell for eternity. I'd rather deal with the nihilist than a person like that. Because this person's is is the the person that wants everyone to go to hell. That person is is clearly uh, doesn't wish the best for others. No, <laughs> but um, that's a real conversation. Yeah. That's a real problem. Yeah, it's a real problem. If you talk to a lot of the people that were most the most like 
diehard Trump supporters mm-hmm. there were. You know what? You know what did it for him? He always brought up the word God and Merry Christmas and fake Christian horseshit. There's real Christians out there, and when one critiques him, you know the Pope's like, "Yeah, you should give more money to the poor," and instead of building walls of the border, mm-hmm. maybe do something different. No, yeah. that Pope's stupid. No, it's totally <laughs> what happened. Stupid Pope. They started they started calling him unChristian and mm-hmm. Antichrist. Mm-hmm. The whole gambit came out. Right? It's all nonsense, but that's what happened. And you had a fake Nimrod, and Nimrod's a character in the Bible, by the way, but it's also a fitting word for Donald Trump as well. Nice. That was a bar, (laughs) nigga. Nimrod was, uh, you know, it's more of a a designation, a placeholder that the the Israelites gave to this dumb king. Mm. I didn't know that. In Babylon, yes. Why didn't I know that? Why didn't I know that Nimrod... Why didn't I know that? Like Just blew your mind. I should have known. Yeah. Wow. But he's the, that's the king in the Bible that uh-huh. he most reminds me of. Mm. Nimrod. This one that you'll forget what he actually believed and what he stood for, but when the legend's told, you go, he oh. was kind of dull. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. I vaguely remember him being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely remember him doing a bunch of stuff that he thought was right. Yeah. You know, like this guy was going to build like the Great Wall of China in 2020. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Great Wall of the United States, and he was calling it the Great Wall too. Yeah, that's what he yeah. was going to name it. Yeah. This dude has no shame. That Operation awesome. Warp Speed, oh. Space Force, Warp Speed, Sp- Space, Space Force, Force. <laughs> Space Forces. That's the one thing Donald Trump did. I think. Yeah. Is, I think he was right to do it. Yeah. I think we do need a space force. Mm. Every all, almost all of our mining, of, <laughs> all of our mining of metals is going to yeah. be done in space in the future. Yeah, it is. And you can't have someone go up there. They've already said this. If, they, if, if we went and grabbed one of those asteroids, even a small one, and brought mm-hmm. it back to Earth, we would be in a, a depression that could last 600 years, something like that, Jeez. due to the unstable. You can't, if, you, if you only have, like, the reason gold's valuable because there isn't that much of it. Yeah. That's how value's based in this world. Right. You bring back an Earth-sized amount of gold, um, you, you'll run the market. Ceases yeah. to have, yeah. Well, what do you what what can you do to make sure capitalism doesn't spread out into the solar system like that? Well, you got to put troops up there. Yep. You got to put guns out there. You got to have the military has to take care of this. Put some restrictions. It's, it's just like mm-hmm. when we were forming hunter and gathering, right? Yeah. It wasn't as simple as we were just a bunch of like eight men figuring some shit out. We started forming nations, and those nations would say, okay, you can go build out in that yard over there, mm-hmm. but if you try to build an army to beat me one day to get this whole big property, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, your best interests have to be my best interest as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a very super chimp way of thinking, but, but the inner conservative, and I'm not a conservative, but this is one thing I think conservatives get right, is you can't change human nature. So you need to have oversight for when human nature goes afoul. Meaning, you know, well, we can't have nukes. We shouldn't have hydrogen bombs in our arsenal. Yeah, but some other country's going to have them. So we need to have more than that country has yeah. as a deterrent not to, for them not to use mm-hmm. it. It's an awful way of looking at it. But but, this is why I think eternal optimism is a doomed philosophy to begin with. I'm not saying you should be a nihilist. I'm not. But the most uncomfortable position is to be somewhere in between. And nobody wants that. Space Force? And here's the, other, here's the other possibility that it could be good for. If in the future we are faced with a threat, not from this world, we have no measures 
we have absolutely no measures of, of what to do. Mm-hmm. If we send a probe to, I'm, I'm being serious right now, yeah. you send a probe outside of your solar system and it lands, it, you know, it lands on some planet with intelligent life, they might take that as a threat. Yep. Right? You guys seen Contact? The one thing, the one transmission that went through on Contact that they took notice of was Hitler at the Olympics. That's what found its way through the ether. <laughs> And they wouldn't that be a bitch <laughs> if that was the one all of us view like. that they got? Well, we'd all be like, "Fuck!" Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, it was the first. Some of the first signals we sent out like that yeah. was that Olympics. We had actually sent it out to the satellite into the universe. So theoretically, it was one of the first images they would have ever gotten. I mean, you, yeah, you, need to, yeah. you need to be prepared for them yeah, going, for okay, the- well, <laughs> if these chimps are going to colonize their solar system and move beyond it, and they can't even take care of their planet, you know. fuck you. Which brings me to my big point. Former Secretary of Defense and the Space Department at Israel, Israeli, long-term, respected in all the academies across the world. Mm-hmm. He is, unless you don't know, Israel and the United States are pretty close. And he has a lot of access to U.S. Mm-hmm. U.S. intelligence as well. And he recently said that alien life or non-human intelligence, I should say, has been on our planet observing us for hundreds of years. And the governments have known about this for over 70 years. And he went as far as to say that Trump wanted to reveal some of this information only to be talked down by what he called a galactic federation. Uh, <laughs> a galactic, oh my. Was, yeah, a galactic federation. Fuck all that. Wow. That Fuck. human beings in certain uh-huh. very small parts of private security. So mm-hmm. you have corporations they contract out to take care of these things. Yeah, super high clearances or whatever. That if what he's saying is true, he's saying that we have been conditioned as a society to only see certain parts of reality. Because we're not ready for it. Because he quoted the, the, this, this galactic federation mm-hmm. thinks it would cause mass hysteria. And it would unroot the natural evolution of our species. Uh, wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Disclosure, that's what it would do. Holy shit, yeah. That, it totally would. If you think about it, if, if tomorrow, hysteria, if tomorrow we, we're told that up down the lines, there's certain things that we have to do. Yeah. Because we are being influenced by some almost godlike being beings that mm-hmm. are telling us what we can and can't do on this larger than life scale. That would break a lot I, of people. The majority of the people that I know, I think, would lose it. Yeah. Actually. Well, I think we'd all be like, okay. holy shit, of course. Yeah. But I think we would, we'd be like, all right, how do we. How do we how control do we, this? <laughs> how do we use this to our benefit? Yeah, like, it's probably the, that's just how we think. Yeah. I think, uh, especially my very staunch atheist friends, mm-hmm. oh man, they'd have a rough time. <laughs> they found out that there is some type of God. It's not, it's maybe not the Judeo Christian God was, or, or, or Allah or mm-hmm. Buddha or any of the gods that we know a name for, but some type of God out there. Well, I mean, Jacques Vallée was recently on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he talked about uh, the phenomenon just doesn't make sense in terms of aliens from another planet. Mm-hmm. just doesn't. He talks about uh, people being abducted out of broad daylight and no one seeing it 
yeah. but someone just disappearing. You see, like a scene, like a rapturing scene where you can imagine the car going down the road for Barney and Betty, uh, Barney and Betty Hill, the most famous abduction case in American history. Whether you believe it or not, it's a different story. But what they claimed was they were going down a road in Massachusetts, and this flying disc started chasing their car, ultimately shutting down their engine and taking them out of the car, hmm. doing all these crazy experiments on them. Um, his view could be that if you were there sitting in the back seat watching this, yeah. what you would have perceived wouldn't have been the same thing they had happened, but something strange would have happened, almost like space and time are colliding Mm-hmm. in this sort of singularity point that breaks down the laws of physics as we understand them. And this would mean that this is a human-like intelligence. Yeah. All right? You've you got to think about some, like, a miracle is God putting his hand in from the outside and making something mm-hmm. change. That's a better way of thinking about it. Some sort of intelligence that's in a different dimension than we are in that interact with the physical reality. That, that What are the laws of physics? Yeah. You could argue the laws of physics are just thoughts in the mind of god you can't go pick up the law of gravitation you can just write down the equation yeah there's a number of layers of reality basically in it well i mean i think the i think the metaphysic metaphysics tradition of plato for example Mm -hmm. has always been this we live in a cave and outside Uh the cave there is this other reality that we can't even get our heads around Mm -hmm. we're going through the last stage of plato's cave and maybe this happens every once in a while maybe this is how the bible was written there's a huge display of these type of paranormal, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the way Jacques Vallée put it was a non-local omnipotent intelligence. Now, that sounds a lot like God to me. Yeah. Now, what exactly it is, but a, a non-local, meaning mm-hmm. it's not in any particular space in time throughout the universe. Yeah. Uh, omnipotent would mean it's capable of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intelligence. Now, could his research, no. research be wrong? No. But he's the world leader on... If, if there is somebody that spent his entire career respectively looking into this issue yeah. and has the clearances to probably tell you whether or not he's full of shit, it's that guy. And he talks about things like going through walls and breaking down of, of space and time. You know, something happens for five minutes, but you have six, six hours of, of missing time. Um. You look at uh, what happened with the Libet, uh, Libets uh, off the coast of California, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Commander, Commander David Fravor chased what he called a tic-tac. Yeah. And this tic-tac would go from 80,000 feet to five feet in one second. Which is an impossible Which for is, any. No. Yeah, that's more G-forces than if your body jumped off the top of the Empire State Building yeah. and splattered on the concrete. Jesus. That's not even a fraction of not how powerful that is. Yeah. Not even close. Not only did not only did that happen, they had a secret. There's a so you go back to your cat point. Is mm-hmm. this secret destination you and your comrades are going to go back to to recruit, to reestablish your your point of attack or whatever? Yeah, this thing knew where what they were thinking before they even made the, the made the order to go to that spot. So there's a there's a precognitive part of this as well. Mm-hmm. It works in human culture. That's the other thing that's been documented. This thing looks the way you think it should look. The Tic Tac object looks a lot more like an Apple iPhone than a flying saucer. <laughs> no one was seeing Tic Tacs in, in yeah. 1947. They were seeing flying discs. And before that, they were seeing other things. And then in, in ages before that, they were seeing fairies and goblins. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 it's encultured. Hmm. It's a symbiotic 
I know all this sounds crazy, but if it's true, it has to be something like this. It can't just be a, a spacecraft from another part of the universe. Yeah. That'd be too hard to, that'd be too hard to cover up. But if there's a godlike entity that, that basically can know all possible outcomes, then of course it could always stay in the shadows like this. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to sound crazy if you said it was real. Yeah. yeah. But if, all, wow. if, if, if 80% of the world's population believes mm-hmm. in a higher power and when they have throughout human history, and there are elements in science like dark matter and you know, what happened before the Big Bang, why does mathematics apply to the universe, where does it come from, mm-hmm. these questions haven't been resolved in this sort of ontological, metaphysical sense. Like we don't, those are big question marks. And it could be the reverse is true. The material, the material reality that we see is, uh, there's a philosophy called idealism. Basically means that there is a, reality is more mind-like. So matter comes from mind, mm-hmm. not the other way around. So instead of brains develop way later in human evolution, then consciousness comes together. Hydrogen creates conscious, consciousness later. It's more like this. Consciousness was always there. And when physical reality was baked into it, all of evolution could be seen as a search engine to get back to consciousness. You can even go back to the Big Bang. And I'm pretty sure you can, there's a book called Just Six Numbers by Sir Martin Rees, one of the world's leading cosmologists, atheist, by the way, so he's, he doesn't have an ax to grind. He would tell you, you can look at, you, just knowing the laws of physics mm-hmm. and the fundamental constants of nature, you could look at the Big Bang and approximate us having this conversation to some degree. Right? It might not be us. It might yeah. be different. We might not be bipedal hominids on Earth. But that life was almost baked in to the initial conditions of the universe. Now, these things are separated by 13.7 billion years of time. Mm-hmm. If that's true... Now, if you are a skeptic, the only way around this is to say that there are multiple universes, maybe an infinite ensemble of universes that have different properties. Because the question is, why does our universe have these very unique properties that give it life? And I think it's like one part, like Roger Penrose talks about, the probability of it is if you had all the grains of sand on all the planets in the known universe, it still wouldn't be enough (laughs) Like, you still have a better chance of picking one of those random pebbles out of a, a, a beach in Malibu by yeah. times of a trillion. Picking the right sand that I placed out there for you to go find without you knowing where it's at. You have a better chance of finding that than the universe, have, than the universe had at the initial conditions to have the fundamental constants that it has. What does that mean? It means we either live in an infinite ensemble of universes or a M-theory, M- as Stephen Hawking says, where you have... You and I having different conversations in one world. I'm you, you're me. The laws of physics are every possible way. And the anthropic principle would say, we find ourselves in this universe because we're awake and we're seeing it. And of course, it has the conditions it has. But if there is no multiverse Mm -hmm. and we have this universe, we're having a different conversation. One that my atheist friends probably wouldn't feel comfortable having. For me, I'm in the middle somewhere. I, I... tend to think the eccentric ideas of the past, like art meaning something, mathematics meaning something, mm-hmm. music meaning something, I tend to think there's something to that. At the same time, I want to stay scientific, and I want the experiments to go. I want you to build large hadron colliders. But be honest with what you're finding. The more we understand about this stuff, regular matter, yeah. is that it's mostly empty space. The more we learn about the universe, the less we understand to some degree. 
we've lost sight of what, 96% of the visible universe? We call yeah. it dark matter and dark energy. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what it is. It'd be so arrogant to say that there's nothing out there. If that's what you believe, fine. But if you're going to tell me as a point of fact that there's no reason to think there could be something to any of this stuff, I think you're just being, I call it a secular piety. Mm. You're no different than the medieval church people were when Galileo walked in there with a telescope and was like, listen, guys, we need to have a different conversation. They put him in jail. There's a thought police out there that doesn't allow conversations, conversations like this to happen. I'm sure there'll be somebody in the comment section of this, if I upload it, that's going to be like, oh, you pretentious asshole, what are you talking about? And I'm just quoting other authority figures on the matter. You can call that the argument from authority. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. I think it's been well established that we live in a fine-tuned universe, that there was a Big Bang. Yeah. We don't know what happened before it, and we don't understand why our laws of physics are mathematically consistent. And they also give life to sentient, sentient life, us thinking about it. Total mystery. And it could be that there's something outside of it. That's all I'm saying. What that means, I don't know. It's, I can't even fathom it. Mm-hmm. But it's no weirder than saying there's an infinite ensemble of universes where, you know, in one universe I'm Elon Musk, in another universe I'm a slave in, in, in Egypt. Yeah. That's just as strange. Yeah. But those are the orthodox positions. No one actually thinks we're just an accident. That's an old idea. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. All right. God damn it. I'm going to leave it right there. Yeah. I want to believe. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> you make him a believer, not me. <laughs> Maybe well, we'll start calling ourselves humans. Uh-huh. We're the human species. We're mm. not Americans. Nope. We're not Argentinians. Nope. We're not Mexicans. Nope. We're not South Africans. Nope. We're humans. Yep. Yeah, that'd be nice. But knowing us. We ain't never going to be together. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> us. All the rich people, they offer, gonna call they offer the aliens. Yeah. All yep. the, all, they offer the aliens all the good metal and stuff. Yeah. Like, well, fuck. <laughs> there it's goes like, all oh, equity This right is exactly there. what happened in Egypt. Yep. The fucking pharaohs were close to the gods. Boy, that would really suck, wouldn't yeah. it? Wouldn't it? Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to believe. <laughs> Fuck all this shit. All right, everybody. All right, so guys. we're going to leave it right there, of course. Um, of course, like, subscribe. Go ahead and leave some comments. If you Please have do. some thoughts, leave them out there. We'll be there. We'll be answering. Of course, anybody have any last thoughts? Uh, No, that's it, man. That's it. No, nah, man, we, we appreciate you guys. Yeah. And we're going to, uh, you know, we slow down yep. uploading stuff, but mm. we'll be back up to speed. Of yep. course. All right, everybody. Peace. Later.